conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. I'm afraid to say it's not sunny outside, although I am looking out the window here at the home studio in Elm Grove. I don't see any sun out there right now, but every time I say it's not sunny, somebody criticizes me and says, you don't see the sun out there? I don't think it's sunny outside, is it, Mr. Slider? I don't think so either, Howard, but uh, I'll have to uh, check the next break. I do have a window here. That, unlike in the studio, I do have a window here in the home studio, so I can take a look outside. All I see is snow on my deck and snow still uh, coming down. Temperature, 13, uh, 12 degrees, 12 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 13 at the Highlands, 14 here in Elm Grove, my home studio, 12 degrees, still 12 where you are, Bob? It's uh, 12, right on the money. 12 degrees at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. The 12-degree temperature at the airport has a feels like of one, one degree, so it is, it is frigid outside. We do look for the snow showers. Uh, Adam has said to wrap up around 9 o'clock. It was still coming down when I looked outside during the news break, but they could wrap up now. But the, the snow is on the ground, and I, uh, not to argue with Adam, I think uh, there's a little over an inch or maybe even close to two inches here, at least on the car and on the deck railings and so on. I would have to assume higher elevations have even more of that. I am going to assume the roads have gotten a little bit cleared more than when you came in this morning, Bob. But most area schools did go from a delay to a cancellation, so everybody gets to stay home today, as I do. Um, and again, I want to thank Mr. Slider for thinking about me because he called me this morning. I was on my way out the door and he said, why don't you stay home? <laughs> Just stay home, broadcast live from, from home. And I, I appreciate that. But I think we we're getting back in the swing of things. We haven't done this for a long time, the home studio stuff, but I think we're back in the swing of things. Yeah, it's not too bad, Howard. You know, I, uh, I do this every Saturday with good old boys on sports. My partner That's on true. Saturday, uh, Brian Beresford, Baron Bob, he's out in Columbus. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm a little rusty with you, but uh, not too bad. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out. I I don't intend to keep on always being at the home studio, uh, but at least it's nice to know that we can we can make it work. I um just want to comment a minute or two. Any thought? Any thoughts that you have on what Chad Thalman had to say in the last segment? I have some thoughts, but I'll see if you have anything you want to offer. No, it seemed like you know he was hesitant, uh, you know, and I don't blame him, uh, you know, to to say too much, maybe because he didn't, you know, didn't doesn't have uh, all the information. But uh, they have to do something. You can't put a human beings out in this kind of weather. It, it's as simple as that. I mean, and because what's it going to take somebody to to die to actually freeze to death out in a, in a tent? Who in the hell would want to do that, Howard? I mean, nobody wants to do that. So, so there has to Dr. be Mercer. something. Dr. Mercer and some other, uh, signed by other homeless advocates, sent a letter to the city. Uh, and among the things that he said is they have, they have already seen some, some pieces of frostbite on some of the homeless who have been outside. Uh, again, the, 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 um, my perspective on this whole homeless thing has changed quite a bit here the last couple of weeks. I have been kind of supportive of the idea of the, of the camping ban. Because I, I do get that the proliferation of camps that's just, you know, hanging out wherever you want to go has become a problem for the city, for, I don't know what to call it, but the average person, you know, it's, I, it, it is an issue. So I kind of support that. And then when Chad proposed, and it was the vice mayor's idea, that there be one camp with certain regulations set aside for one location, that, that makes sense to me. But when they said they weren't going to have that, when they haven't come up with a managed camp, that's what concerns me. And we're right smack dab in the middle of a absolutely frigid day. And tomorrow, wind chill advisory. We're looking at wind chills. Wind chills tomorrow could be at negative 13. Howard, so, uh, you're, you're breaking up just just a little bit again. I don't know if you did anything different or if it's just the uh, the the air is so cold. The the cell phone service is is not <laughs> not working. But there, you're better. How about this for an idea, Howard? Now, I, this is just off the top of my head, and there's probably reasons why this wouldn't work. 
But you have the old clay school building up there that, that's up in debate. It, I know it's got a huge gymnasium. You would think it would be a perfect building where they could roll out some cots and some beds and, and, and or, or have that area. I don't know if they'd play much pickup basketball, but a place where they could maybe get in a big a big place like that, Howard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I haven't been to play school, so I don't know how that. But I, that, that that concept makes sense. We have pictures. Why don't they have to build in the city homes and let it become a homeless shelter? And at least on a temporary basis, that that makes some sense to me. Um, Clay School. I, again, I I don't know what the how safe it is. I don't know whether the walls are ready to fall down or whatever. But assuming that it is possible, I have a text here coming in from somebody who might know. It says no heat inside Clay School, and I, they probably couldn't get that up and running. You don't want to start a fire, so I don't know. But that concept makes sense, Bob. That that concept makes sense. The city has some property. Let them open some of that up and on a temporary basis until this issue gets better resolved. That's at least that's my thought on it. Um, and, I, and we just we have to, and you said it, we absolutely have to recognize this, these are human beings. And again, neither you nor I nor any single one of our listeners would want to be sitting outside in the cold today, right? I mean, why would we therefore think it's okay for somebody else? Yeah, I don't, I don't care how many blankets you have. Uh, you'd have to be freezing cold all night. I mean, if you could survive. I mean, look, I've, I've been cold, but you need a fire. If you don't have a fire, then I don't see how it's going to work. Uh, whether it's a legitimate uh, camp or not, nobody should be sleeping outside in, in these conditions. Nobody. Well, at, at a bare minimum, you need, and I, I do hear the argument that, as Chad said this, with these temperatures, even if there was a managed camp, it's not good to be outside. But if even, at least if you have a tent, you're away from the wind and, the, and so on. I mean, right now, there's there's no, I mean, theoretically, just stand outside and wait. I mean, that's just, we can't do that to human beings. But again, I'm very positive about what's happening here. The Salvation Army... Catholic Charities, um, House of Hagar, the Mother Jones House, several of those other entities, it looks like they've kind of begun to sort of work together with the Life Hub to provide additional services. This could be the start. You know what, Bob? Sometimes, I hadn't thought about this until talking to Chad, sometimes you have to hit a crisis for creative thinking to kick in. You know what I'm saying? I do know that what you're saying, and and, and also it, it wouldn't go to the extreme where somebody would actually maybe lose a limb or or, or worse, maybe not survive. That, that that they had to spend time out in this. I mean, we've been pretty lucky right now, and uh, hopefully, you know. But like our texters uh, made uh, made clear, we're we're just in the middle of January. We got a long way to go, yeah. and uh, we ought to come up with a plan and stick with it and be a little compa- as compassionate as we can possibly be. And you have um, we the timeline that we have to look at here is right now this very minute what we have is a, is a crisis to manage. We have frigid temperatures and people who should not be living outside in frigid temperatures. That's that's the immediate crisis we have to manage. Then we also have to look down the road. Someday it's going to warm up. So what's the what is the ongoing solution to this? We still don't want people wandering the streets, so we've got to work up some kind of an ongoing solution. And I, I, the one thing that I probably don't agree with Chad on, and, and I don't know if this would work, but I, I, I don't think you can just automatically eliminate it. Let's say there was a building similar to what we're discussing about the old clay uh, school, and it was away from the city a little bit, but you had it, and... Now you just had the problem of getting them into town to eat and, and to see the, the you know the doctors yeah. and, and that type of thing. Okay, so now your investment is only in that bus, that the, a van, the churches and, and, and other organized schools use all the time. And again, you'd have to come up with some money for that, but that's better than having to build a whole a whole place if a place like that does exist, Howard. Yeah, and I and I completely agree, and and I think I hear what Chad was saying, and I, I get part of his argument. I've said this several times on our show. What we need for this, quote, managed camp, it needs to be far enough away from the mainstream of the city so this does not become a problem for the average citizen walking the streets or walking the trail, right? It's got to be far enough away that it doesn't become intrusive. 
but it needs to either be close enough to or have access to all the services that are available to the homeless, you know, the soup kitchen, uh, various things like that. So I'm with you. Part of a managed camp, in my mind, always was there would be some kind of regular transportation. And again, not the city providing it, not Overta providing it, but the nonprofit agencies all getting together. Uh, many of them, as you point out, already have vans and buses and so on. And on some kind of a regular schedule, they would, uh, you know, be able to transport the homeless uh, to. Uh... Now, I know that some people are going to say, "Well, that's you're treating them as if they're prisoners or what have you," but far enough away not to be a problem, close enough to be able to get reasonably quickly to the services they need. I, I don't know where that is. I don't have you know, the, the, the map that I can circle and say, this is the spot right there. But I think those are the things they need to look for. Yeah, I do too. And uh, anything is better than, than living out in, in, in the wintertime. Um, okay. You know, summertime, that's, that's different. Uh, you know, we can get into that and they're probably going to come down harder on them this time, you know, because they don't have the, the terrible uh, weather conditions, but, but right now they're still here and it's cold outside. And, and, again, right now we have a crisis to contend with, so we've got to deal with it. And I think that we are. You know, the agencies are providing overnight warming shelters, and now they're working for daytime shelters. So that's all good. Um, I see them working together a little bit better. That's good. But we still have to look down the road. What, we're in crisis mode right now. What happens when the crisis is over? What happens when the temperatures do get up to 42 degrees? Still got to do something. Let's make the plans now. Let's not wait until it's, you know, that's part of the problem we have all the time, and I won't just say the city, I think all of us. We wait until suddenly it's upon us to fix a problem. We know this is coming. Let's do something now to deal with this come springtime. Uh, at least that's, that's my thought. I, I don't know how this whole thing's going to play out. I will repeat what I said at the beginning of the show. I'll say it again. I feel like there is some light at the t- in the tunnel with these agencies now beginning to work, if not together, at least in concert. And I think that's that's a good thing. And, Howard, I think what we're, you and I are kicking around right now is probably what they did back in, what, the 30s or the 40s when, they, when the county uh, became owners of the property up at the mansion, up at the uh, – ah, the and, and, and they said, okay, what can we do with this place? Well, uh, how about this? The homeless, the people down on their on their luck, can live here. They'll have a place to get in out of the cold. They'll be able to grow food. They'll be able to. They'll have something to eat. You know, and they said, "Well, great idea, brilliant, okay." And it worked for a while. I don't know why they stopped doing it, but they need something like that again. There is a solution um, if we think hard enough about it, and it's not. It's not just letting the camps go willy nilly. I agree with that. And it's not banning all camps everywhere at all time. They can't go anywhere. There's a solution if, if smart people get together and figure it out. And God knows, if you and I can get together and figure it out, there got to be actual smart people who can do it, right? <laughs> could come up with some, come up with some ideas, because I think we've kicked around some pretty good thoughts about this right here, uh, right now, that will make everybody... Most people are satisfied. And then somewhere, somewhere down the road, it's a, it's a long-term goal. Somewhere down the road, we've got to talk about getting people, um, getting people out of being homeless. You know, that's a, whole, that's a long-range problem. Uh, right now, we're just trying to figure out how do we keep the homeless who are here warm and safe. At some point, we're going to say, how do we get them into houses? You know, and I, that's, that's a long-term problem we've got to look at. Howard, before we take a break, I uh, from the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline, uh, text line, hello all, just a heads up, tonight's Wheeling Central boys game at Magnolia has been postponed. They already have a date. Oh. They're going to play uh, tonight's game uh, on February the 20th. So we do know it's official. There will be no Wheeling Central boys basketball tonight on the Watchdog Radio Network. Well, for those who are looking forward to listen to the game, I'm sorry, but for you, that means you can stay home. That's exactly what that means, Howard. <laughs> but no fog cutters tonight. No, 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 no fog cutters. <laughs> All right. 923 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. 
from Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Don't just listen. Be part of all of our shows. Use the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline. Call or text us at 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service hotline. Your direct connection to the watchdog. I'm Deepak Kuda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cath Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Like walking in the rain and the snow when there's nowhere to go. When you're feeling like a part of you is dying. And you're looking for the answer in her eyes. You think you're gonna break up. She says she wants to make up. Well, I tell you what, the sign of a really good executive producer is coming up with a song like that right in the midst of our conversation because that ties in so well with what we've been talking. Was that planned ahead of time, Bob? Or did you pick that out just now? I'm brilliant, Howard. No, it, I, I got lucky. That's all. No, that, that, that ties in perfectly with what we're talking about. That's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what we're discussing. 926, 26 after the hour. It's 12 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 13 at the Highlands, 14 in Elm Grove, where I am, 12 degrees at the uh, Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Uh, the only place I have a feels-like temperature is the airport. The airport, 12 degrees, feels like one degree. We will look for a high today, um, only, well, we're probably there, going to be in the teens most of the day, uh, but tomorrow, beginning to 10 o'clock tonight into tomorrow at noon, a wind chill advisory goes into effect, and we will look for, according to the National Weather Service, temperatures could feel like, not actual, but feel like temperatures could be as much as 13 below. We're dropping uh, in here, Howard. We're down to 11. Oh, 11 degrees at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. So, um, uh, you know, it, it, this is important stuff we would share with you all the time. But in, in light of our conversation about the homeless situation, this really is, these temperatures are scary temperatures. Uh, again, picture being outside. Picture being outside if, if tomorrow we have a wind chill of, let's not go all the way to negative 13. Let's just make it negative 5. Can you imagine being outside a negative five temperature? No. I mean, I mean I've, have I, I done that before? I have, and it's, it's idiotic. You know, I don't care what, the, what you're doing. Uh, you got to come inside, and these folks don't really have anywhere to go. Uh, Frio Stack, auction service text line, couple of things coming in. It is 15 in beautiful oh, – no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That must be – no, 15 degrees. Yes, 15 degrees in beautiful Tridelphia. Okay. All righty there. I think Tridelphia uh, is beautiful. I, I would agree. Um, it's a beautiful area. Uh, let me see. What else have I got here off the Frio Stack auction service text line? Um, and this is probably global warming. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, also off the Frio Stack auction service text line, a little criticism of uh, Chad Thalman, uh, who was with us in the last hour, is Chad, if he really wants to be mayor, the least he could do is know the city's boundaries. Valley Grove and Clearview, where he suggested there ought to be a homeless camp, are not in Wheeling. I think he was making a point. His point was, he said it needs to be near downtown East Wheeling, close to the services, not somewhere out in the county. 
I don't think he was implying Valley Grove or Clearview or in Wheeling. Although, I suppose, theoretically, Bob, there's no reason there couldn't be a... I wouldn't recommend it. I suppose there's no reason there couldn't be a homeless camp in the county, right? Well, if they come up with some kind of funding for to get them to, to town and back, no. And if, right. And, 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 boy, this is going to sound terrible, but I, I think it's the reality of the whole situation. If it's a place where it's not around a lot of folks where they can't complain and say, well, who the hell wants No, I think there is a perfect spot. It, it's, it, it would have to be where they would be bussed back and forth. And I, I, I just think that's the only solution. Again, I, I think you're right, and I say it needs to be far enough away to not be intrusive to every citizen. You know, not to, it's my concern about the Life Hub, not as a freeze shelter, but as an actual homeless shelter. My concern about the Life Hub is it's right there, smack dab in the heart of downtown Wheeling, and therefore folks who are going to be there, not just for the freeze shelter, but as a homeless shelter, will just be wandering right in the major part of downtown. It needs to be far enough away. But it, we don't have that issue, but close enough or providing – why can't we provide transportation? A managed camp to me – now, there's got to be funding for this. But you know what? I don't know what the dollar figures are, but I will bet you, Bob – and I think Ben Seidel used this number, although I don't know if he really knew it. I will bet you there are millions of dollars going into homeless projects here in the Upper Ohio Valley through all of the different entities. So let's – couldn't we make a managed camp? that has transportation, that has sanitation. I mean, I don't mean sewer lines and so on, but, you know, has port johns has running wa- uh, showers, what have you. It put some money into it. Uh, Denny Magruder yesterday said he thinks it needs to be fenced. Um, this can be done. This can be done. See, and you look at, all the, look at all the money that's going into different homeless activities already. Let's redirect some of that. I think the building's already there. We just haven't found it yet. I think there's an empty building that somebody would probably love to unload. They're not going to give it away. But there is money. And, okay, the only problem is it's not really in walking distance. Well, I don't think that's a problem. We just have to get around it a little bit. And, and okay, you, you hire somebody. Again, there's tons of money. I'm, okay, maybe not tons now, but there was, at one time there was. Uh, there, there's still some money there. Turn it into a job. That's what the that man or woman does every day. They go and they, I don't know, what do yeah. you think, like a four-time, uh, four uh, maybe like a, like early in the morning, you know, noon, you know what I mean? spread it out, spread it out, and then you're done for the day. That's it. That That's exactly what I would think. You know, uh, uh, maybe four times a day, uh, a shuttle, we'll call it a shuttle, but transportation of some kind would go to the camp, from the camp, uh, take people down to the, you know, down around noontime for the soup kitchen. Uh, you know, uh, what am I, what are some other places I'm thinking of? Soup kitchen is the one that comes right to mind. But there are other services that uh, are useful to the homeless. Um, transport them there, shuttle them there, shuttle them back. And I like your idea, you know what, make it a job for one of these people. See, we're thinking creatively here. I don't know why other people can't think creatively. Uh, I'm sure they are thinking creatively. Let's see. Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. Um, the homeless camp ought to be Ohio or Pennsylvania. Get them out of our town. No, that's not really the solution. That, um, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't go for that. Um, we have a caller, too, Howard. All right. We'll take it now. Let's, uh, let's try. Let's see how it goes. Right. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, one thing I don't picture having heard about in all this is Wheeling bearing the brunt of the homeless problem in the whole Ohio Valley, as opposed to is there a homeless problem in Steubenville or Moundsville or wherever? Uh, there is there is not nearly as much a problem elsewhere because the homeless um, services are centered here. I remember hearing years ago that the word was out there that Wheeling was a good place to head to on the national road because of the services it had. Yeah, that, I don't think that happens very much. Uh, I think people come here, people are here because services are here. Uh, this idea that they're somehow busing them in or importing them in, I, I think, is pretty much an urban myth. Um, there's some, there's some, don't get me wrong, but um, uh, no, the, we talked to Rick Healy about this from Moundsville. He said, no, they don't have nearly as big a problem there because the services available to the homeless are here. And that's the point that Bob and I are making. 
if we're going to have, however we're going to handle it, the people who are homeless need to have access to the services that we are providing for them. And we should provide services for them because they're human beings. In other words, you call, oh, go ahead. if they have a homeless problem in Moundsville or Steubenville, what are they doing there? That you, They don't have a homeless problem in Steubenville or Moundsville because the folks who are homeless tend to congregate here in Wheeling because we have services to provide for them. Makes it a little more complicated then as to what to do if we're the, the, the can't think of the right word, if we're the uh, primary area, maybe we should be getting some help from surrounding areas where these people are coming from as well. Uh, well, there's there's a lot of help that comes here in terms of money and services and so on from a variety of different agencies, and and this is this is the center location of the Upper Ohio Valley. This is where uh, this is where the services are. Appreciate your call, Doc. Much. It's nine thirty four twenty six till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, we talked to Rick Healy about that, Bob. A few, I guess, a couple of months ago now, and he said, you know, they don't have as big a problem there because uh, the the homeless tend to center here, but it goes back to the issue that you and I were talking about, transportation and so on. It's because the services are here. Yeah, and I, there, ought to be, there ought to be services for the homeless. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. The, the main reason is because they can get a couple meals in wintertime, as we're talking about right now, the opportunity to get in out of the cold, it's right here. So they have to be close. But I know there's a building out there, Howard, there has to be. Uh, you know, it would take care of all those problems. Now, again, you're going to have to have money to keep the heat on and the water where they don't, you know, the bathroom facilities where they don't have to go out and find a tree. I mean, imagine that you're, every day of your life, you know, de- dealing right. with that type of thing. So I think there is a building out there. The one problem is it's going to be too far away to walk, but I think we can work with that. And, and, and again, maybe turn it into a job. Yeah, I, all of that makes sense. Maybe, uh, maybe Melissa come- will drive the bus, Howard. <laughs> no comment. A couple of more texts coming in. I'll share them with you in a minute or two. It's 935, 25 to the hour here. Watchdog Morning Show. Let us check in with uh, Taylor Long over in the Ohio Valley newsroom of WTRF-TV. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 16th. There is a big need for poll workers across the region. West Virginia Secretary of State Mac Warner recently met with the Ohio County Election Board on one topic of discussion was the need for volunteers to help run the various polling locations. Warner is also the chief elections officer for the state and says working at the polls is a great way for voters to gain confidence in the elections. He says that having people from the community working the polls allows for a fair and safe election. Now to become a poll worker, you can contact your local elections office or visit the Go Vote West Virginia website, which you can find on WTRF.com. Looking across the mountain state, a debate over the appropriate age for Holocaust education in West Virginia schools has risen following the introduction of State Bill 448. The bill mandates Holocaust lessons in public schools intended for 8th grade and higher. Critics argue that the decision should be left to teachers, where the bill's sponsor believes younger students may not be ready. The U.S. Holocaust Museum approves Holocaust education from 6th grade onwards, and this could potentially be incorporated into a West Virginia bill. And all new this morning, great news for residents in one local town. Their police department is now fully staffed. The Wellsburg Police Department filled several vacancies as three new officers were sworn in by Mayor Daniel Dudley yesterday. Kaylin Ferguson, Richard Reinard, and Daniel Casto all took the oath to protect and serve the community. Police Chief Michael Allman also took part in the ceremony and says he's looking forward to working with the new officers. And the Salvation Army is partnering with the Operation Warm and Wheeling Subaru to donate children's athletic shoes sizes 7T to 6 as part of the Share the Love campaign. Parents can register their children from Tuesday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. between today and Friday. Only 120 pairs are available on a first-come, first-served basis. Photographers will be present at the event. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in. 
as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Toyota's national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Highlanders. Or go off-road in a rugged Tacoma or Tundra, also with low financing available to qualified buyers. Visit buyatoyota.com for more. Not all buyers will qualify for special APR financing from Toyota. See your dealer for details. Hurry, Toyota's national sales event ends September 6th. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Howard Monroe inviting you to join us every weekday morning for the Watchdog Morning Show. It is all the morning news and information that you need. We have ABC News, the top of every hour, the Ohio News Network, West Virginia Metro News, Tony Caridi and the Mountaineer Sports Report. Adam Fike has our local weather, local news from WTRF TV7. Then Bob Slider and I give you opinions and analysis and interviews, and we hope a good bit of good conversation. So come around, get all the information you need, have the great conversation you like. Join us weekday, 7 to 10, the Watchdog Morning Show. It's the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. On air, online, on demand, and on video. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. It is 9.40, 20 till the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. We're roaming around 12, 13 degrees, depending on where you are. Here in the upper Ohio Valley, it's uh, 12 at the Wheeling, um, uh, Ohio County Airport, 13 at the Highlands, 14 here in Elm Grove, 11 at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. We're going to stay right around the temperature. We're not going to go up much more than this today. It's going to be a cold day today. And keep in mind, a wind chill advisory kicks in this evening. Uh, and stays with us until noon tomorrow. And that wind chill advisory means we could, I say could, have wind chill temps as much as negative 13, uh, which means probably put real temperatures in the single-digit range. So just uh, kind of kind of be aware of that as the day goes on. Uh, you know, Bob, I don't have any idea if any of these buildings make sense. You suggested Clay School. I got several people saying there are some reasons why you couldn't use Clay School. And there are probably some other buildings that, People are suggesting that maybe have problems as well. Uh, but a couple of thoughts here from the Frio Stack auction service text line. What about the old Cornet Foods building down on uh, in Fulton? As far as I know, that's empty, right? Yeah, I, I don't know for sure, but yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, there's 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 probably a dozen buildings like that. If you really put your head, and and somebody probably wants to get rid of it. And uh, Texter is the Cooey Benz building still standing? That's another good, you know, possibility. Uh, the, I don't have answers to these questions, and, and there may very well be reasons why they wouldn't work. But these are good—it's it, good thinking, you know—to think about these things. Um, I don't know what this one is. What about the building on the old King Chevrolet land? Isn't that where the, the Department of Health and Human Resources is? Isn't that King Chevrolet turned into one of the Robinson dealers, right? And then when they moved from the Highlands, now it's the DHHR office. Or am I missing something? Is there another King Chevrolet someplace? Hmm. I don't know. I'm I, off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't either. So I, I think that that building is actually in use. Uh, Howard, I go through South Wheeling, seen there are lots of empty buildings down that way as well. Uh, maybe, yes. Again, I, I, there may very well be reasons these are bad ideas. I, 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 but, but it's... It's something to, something to think about. Howard and Bob have all the answers, as long as it's not their money or their neighborhood. Put your money where your mouth is. I know, Howard, it's your show. You can take it and just go and go just like a true flaming liberal always does. Yikes. Well, you know, it's the government's wow. money is what we're talking about. I'm not spending Howard's money. I'm not spending that guy's money. But there's got to be money there. Gee whiz. And, it, and and to the extent that, therefore, it's ta- it is my, our money, and I'm happy to see tax dollars used for uh, services for people who are in need, whether it's homeless or disabled people or what have you. Um, uh, and, and, yeah, it's true. I, uh, somebody said, uh, notice the Chad Thomas very quick to say, not in my neighborhood. <laughs> but I think there's a reason for it. Again, you want the, the homeless locations to be somewhere closer to the services. 
Um, I get this, and it's a fair comment. I think I have an answer for it. Howard, why do we have to hide, quote, hide these people? Who are we hiding them from? Downtown isn't that great of a place you want to keep these people away from. Well, I mean... I don't think you want them right beside the the, the city county building. I mean, I, I think that is a problem. I, I, I or really Independence do. Hall. Right. Yeah, or Independence I mean, Hall or the community college. And why? And it's not hiding them. But here is the reality that has occurred in the past year, let's just say maybe six months. Some of the homeless have become intrusive into the community. Some of them committed a lot of illegal activities in the community. Those things have to be dealt with. And so it's not hiding. It's simply saying um, you, don't want, you don't want the homeless population or any other population. You don't want the drunk population. You don't want the whatever population intruding into problems for the average citizen. I haven't seen this because I don't walk the trail, but I have heard, I have directly heard from a number of people who walk the trail say they get nervous anymore because there are too many homeless who hang out down that way. That becomes an intrusion. So I don't think it's hiding. I mean, you can use that word if you want to. Again, they need to be far enough away not to be intrusive to the average citizen and close enough for services. So uh, appreciate your text, but that's, um, that's certainly my thought on that. 9.45, quarter till the hour. Let me see. Anything else here real quick off the Frio? And you can use the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Uh, another person saying, I go through South Wheeling all the time. I see a lot of empty buildings down there. You know, some are private buildings. Some are, some are uh, public buildings. Some are good, useful. I, I don't know. I, they may they, all these ideas may be terrible, Bob. But you know what we're doing? We're throwing ideas out. At least, at least we're kicking some ideas around. Or they can just say uh, the hell with it. Uh, they'll be okay. It's not that cold. I mean, is that the one they? Is that the way they want us to think? Yeah, and if that's what you want to think, here's my only suggestion: go outside and stand with them. Spend an hour out there. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, just an hour. They're, they're spending big, almost their whole day and night out in the, in the cold. I mean, again, right. look, I'm not sticking up for these folks all of a sudden. I think it's a problem, and I don't really like the way uh, things are being kicked around. But it is cold out there. So just like the Salvation Army, I'm kind of calling an audible here because I don't want them to suffer. So I guess I, I do have all the ideas, huh, Howard? Well, but, but this is why I, I have – changed my perspective on this in the last few weeks, I'd come around to the idea that we need to probably enforce some ban on camping. Just They can't just plop down anywhere, any place in your backyard or in our parking lot or in front of the bank or what have you. you know. There needs to be some, some regulation. But I have modified my thoughts because of the weather. Because I'm a human being, and I think about human beings, because I can't stand to stand outside from my front stoop to my car, let alone people have to be outside of that all the time. That's, that's human compassion. That's not liberal. That's not anything. That's just human compassion. And if we get around the problem of the weather, then we look at other issues. But right now, it's a, it's a, it's, the issue is it's going to be zero or below tomorrow. If you don't think that we ought to provide some kind of services, I highly recommend you go out and stand outside with them for a while. See how you feel about that. Now they're getting me fired up, Bob. I don't want to get fired up. 13 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We have one more break to get in. He may be talking to somebody. I was, and I apologize to that person because I know they're listening, but I had I, – I, inadvertently hung up on them because it's a little bit different here with Howard and Elm Grove. So I don't know if that person wanted on the air. If you want on the air, call back. I'll put you right on there. But uh, right. I don't have time for you to tell me what you think and then me translate it. I just can't do that today. <laughs> All right. Let's do a break. Uh, and if they, I, do we, we have to do a break, correct? Uh, we do. All right. Let's do a break. And if the other person wants to call back, that's fine. We'll check in with some folks in the Big Seven coming up in a minute or two on the Watchdog Morning Show. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. 
But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Want to know what's up in Wheeling? Tune in Wednesdays at noon for Your Wheeling. No two ways about it. With Mayor Glenn Elliott and Vice Mayor Chad Thalman. Live and local, only on The Watchdog. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It's uh, 10th of the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob, I thought we had a good relationship with Mayor Elliott, didn't you? Yeah, I thought we did, don't we? Well, apparently uh, Mayor Elliott will be announcing his run for the Democratic nomination for the U.S. Senate seat on the uh, Hoppy Kirchhoff Show today. That is a kind of a kick in the shins, Howard. Yeah, it is a kick in the shins. You know, we're your hometown guy. You could have uh, easily picked up the phone and called me or texted me or called me, but He's a teammate. Right. I mean, doesn't he doesn't he do a show here at noon on Wednesdays? Isn't he like part of the lineup here at the Watchdog Radio Network? Didn't we just run a promo for that show, I guess? All right. But Hoppy on his uh, list of the day, Glenn Elliott will announce he is running for Democratic nomination for the U.S. Senate seat, uh, currently being held by Joe Manchin. That will be Mayor Elliott on today with Hoppy Kirchhoff. I will openly admit that irritates me a little bit. Uh, I expected... Um, at least a heads up uh, from the mayor, but okay, uh, I will. Well, and I'll be able to criticize him because I'm on after the mayor talking about the homeless situation. So I'll be on the 11:45 after the mayor uh, does his uh, does his thing today. So, all right, it's nine till the hour. Is uh, Dan with us? Yeah, let's get Dan in. Dan, I'm sure period of time, but you're on. Good morning. Okay, I know three things. I know that uh, Missy Adams for Farnwell is Bob Kennan. Bob Kennan is the regional director for Habitat to Humanity. Let's just build some houses. Okay. Second thing is we had all the intimate domain in the world to take all that property up there for the sports complex in East Wheeling. Rock Point Road is nothing but slum and blight. There's some nice houses there, but towards the corner where East Wheeling is, it's nothing. You can take that property, build an encampment, and they will be really close to East Wheeling. <laughs> I thought about part, I thought about the part of Rock Point Road as a possibility again. I don't know who actually owns it, and I don't know who would then buy it again. The city does not. The city does not intend to own the camp. The city simply and is going the, to help help coordinate and, whatever the homeless entity, the uh, advocates agency. And do. then, but the, that's an area I had thought about. I would agree with you, Dan. The third fact is Ryan Weld and Glenn Elliott ought to sit the bench because they'll never become politicians. Have a good day. <laughs> All righty. I think I think uh, I think Dan's a little irritated with the mayor too. <laughs> I guess so. I'm not totally sure what that exactly what that means. They'll never become politicians, but um, at any rate, okay. Um, actually, I don't know anything about who owns some of the property there on Rock Point Road, heading down towards East Wheeling, as the caller says at the end, closer to um, Mount Shauna Road. There's a lot of nice homes there, but. If you go up Rock Point Road down towards East Wheeling, where the old Manchester Bridge used to be, Bob, 
Um, there's a lot of property there that's just empty property. It is an area that I have thought about as maybe a location. Kind of meets my criteria. Far enough away not to be immediately intrusive into a neighborhood and yet close enough to be able to get there, uh, get downtown, get to East Wheeling, get the services if necessary, uh, and certainly if we had some kind of transportation. So I, I have no idea whether it's a good idea or not. I don't know who owns it, but it's, it's certainly some thoughts. All right, 7 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, wrapping up my uh, broadcasting live from home today by going over to WTRF-TV. And Bob Westfall's here. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Howard. How are you doing? Well, I'm sitting at home just you know, drinking my coffee and enjoying life. I got ready to go to work this morning, and Mr. Slider called and said, I just made it in. You ought to stay home. The roads weren't particularly good this morning, so here I am. Yeah. Yeah, we're hearing the same thing up this way. Uh, Bob, uh, Brooke and uh, Jefferson, um, still a, lot, a little bit of snow coming down. So uh, if you're going out there, you want, might want to check uh, check with local law enforcement uh, or other people that have been out already and uh, check those roads out. So we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. All right. What are you working on? All right. Some of the things we're working on today is uh, obviously the weather. Uh, Adam's been tracking it all morning. Uh, Zach will be in later today. Uh, so we've got some snow. We've got a wind chill advisory goes into effect uh, this evening. I think it goes through noon. Um, so you'll be checking that out. Uh, you absolutely need the weather app to, to uh, find out what the weather's going to be because it's been. Uh, wasn't expecting quite this much snow, but um, uh, our guys knew about it, so it's uh, so we've got that. A uh, couple other things we're working on: January, January. Sorry about that. January is Financial Awareness Month or Wellness Month. We're going to find exactly what that means uh, and how you can achieve it. So we're going to work on that today. Uh, Annalise is down in Marshall County. She'll be attending the Marshall County Commission meeting. And then this afternoon, we've got a preliminary in Noble County, uh, Pamela Reed. Uh, she's accused of uh, lying about her child having cancer and then taking the donations that were donated oh, yes. uh, to the child. And uh, so anyway, that prelim is today. And uh, right now, uh, we've got Wheeling Council, obviously, at 530. Uh, we'll have that. I know they have sent a letter this weekend uh, to uh, council dealing with the homeless situation, so we're going to follow up on that. And St. Clairsville Council this evening is going to take a look at addressing a new law director. So those are kind of what things we're working on right now, but I would say chief among those uh, are going to be the weather. I mean, with the wind chill factor, uh, you're going to want to stay uh, stay safe. Yeah, wind chill advisory kicks into effect tonight and stays with us through tomorrow. And um, if I read the National Weather Service advisory correctly, uh, they're predicting wind chills could be negative 13. Not actual temperatures, but wind chills could be negative 13. And mm-hmm. let me check my notes here. Yeah, that's cold. That's really cold. That's very cold, yes. So, so um, yeah, um, you know, do all things you need to do. Um, you know, maybe let your water run a little bit so the pipes don't freeze. Get everything prepared, you know. Just, just be ready. I mean, this is some cold stuff. This stuff will kill you if you're not careful. Yeah, in a very short period of time. When you talk about temperatures that are uh, that are negative temperatures, even if it's just wind chills that are negative, that's that's dangerous stuff. And please, yeah. I hate to be a preacher here, but you know, check on the elderly. Check on what. Take care of pets. You know, Absolutely. I think they're fine outside, but you know, when it's that cold, this is going to be. Be careful about that. And I guess the roads right. are still a little bit snowy too. So watch out for that. Yeah. Uh... Actually, I'm working from home today too. So, um, yeah, uh, this way it's still uh, still a little slick. Um, so we'll see what uh, what develops there as well. All right, sounds good, Bob. I appreciate it. People can check things out at noon five six ten eleven five thirty. Always the region wide show. Check it out at wtrf.com, the award winning website. Storm Tracker Seven and the news app on your phone or your tablet will bring the news straight to you wherever you may be. Appreciate your help today. Stay safe and warm wherever you are, sir. And uh, I'll talk to you. Well, tomorrow's a day off. I guess I'll talk to you on right. um, Thursday. On Thursday. All right. Stay yep. safe. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Swider, tomorrow, I, I, I'm not sure this is going to work out, though. Rick Jones is scheduled to be with us to talk about the Super Six. But tomorrow is also the day that Rick Jones and Chris Doherty and the Super Six team are to go to make their pitch for the Super Six. 
So uh, we scheduled this uh, over the weekend. I got to double check to see if he's going to be available or not, but. Uh, hopefully we'll be have a chance to talk with Rick Jones, one of the Super Six coordinators, tomorrow. Howard, that is you, at least the game plan. Do you remember? Because I don't. How long of a decision process it is? Is it that day after they hear everything, or do they take their good old time before they uh, come up with a decision? I could be wrong, and I'm happy to be corrected. I believe, generally speaking, they make a fast decision. But I think this year, even Rick Jones, I saw um, in the, the Intel story, I, I think this year – the other bids are a little more aggressive than they have been in the past. In the past, it's kind of been like other people said, well, come on, try our place. Well, Wheeling has done so well, they just sort of said, no, we're going to send it back to Wheeling. I think the SSIC may have taken some time to think this one through. I'm not sure, um, but I, I don't know that we'll have an immediate answer tomorrow. I just don't know. But we will hopefully get a preview of that tomorrow with Rick. But again, I'm, I'm just thinking, I have him scheduled, but... I wonder if he thought about the fact he has to <laughs> he has to be traveling to make his presentation. Anyway, you all stay safe and warm. Watch for the roads this morning. And uh, Mr. Slaughter and I will be back tomorrow morning uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, I will be on with Poppy Kirchival to talk about the homeless situation. Right after Mayor Elliott disses me and makes his uh, statewide announcement with the uh, Hoppy. That's all coming up. Statewide Talk Line is next. In the southern sky. Sixteen hundred WKKX Wheeling FM ninety seven point seven AM thirteen seventy WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Former President Donald Trump wins the first contest on the road to the White House, and he won in a landslide by thirty points. This is Sherry Preston in Des Moines. We want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you. All. How big was Donald Trump's win in this state? ABC News political director Rick Klein says really, really big. This was an absolute blowout, a romp across the state, whether it was urban, rural. It almost didn't matter when it came to Donald Trump. One of those who did not caucus for him was Liz Lee, a Nikki Haley supporter who tells ABC News she doesn't know what she'll do if Trump ends up winning the GOP nomination. I do not think I could vote for him. Next up, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, and then Super Tuesday. In Des Moines, Iowa, I'm Sherry Preston, ABC News. 20 states from Louisiana to Maine are under winter weather alerts, including snow and bone-chilling cold that could make road conditions worse. ABC's Trevor Alt is in snowy Morristown, New Jersey. We're talking about 20 states from Louisiana